Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished room closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Tango Alpha Lima. I hate, 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 hate how prepared Jeff is today because it only brings into stark contrast uh, the other two of the co-hosts, myself and young Ashley, who have had a day to remember already. Yeah, Jeff is real extra right now. I don't know how I feel about it. it, Well, I got my ammo for today's show, so let's put that away. Wow. Lock and load. Wow. Nerd. So, yeah, if you're wondering why I'm in a suit, <laughs> it's because I neglected to bring a shirt because uh, today we were uh, having the National Executive Committee here in D.C., and it's required that you wear a suit and tie, which I did. I then managed to spill coffee all down the front of my shirt, which is why I'm still wearing this tie, which, Jeff, I know you love the tie. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. You know what I don't love about that tie? What's that? Is that I now have to I now have to pay up I now have to pay up on a bet. Yeah. I said I said to the world on Facebook that if CV actually wore a tie on this podcast, I would have something not mean to say about Ohio. I actually have two. She's not paying attention to me, but I have two not mean things to say about Ohio. First oh. of all, Cedar Point. That is okay. that is. You guys have that. You don't know what Cedar Point is. No, it's the I... roller coaster capital of the world. It is in, in where they don't care about safety or anything, so they allow you to have the most fun. And the second thing is they the proximity to Michigan. They are so awesome adjacent <laughs> that it's it's mind boggling. I I there am going go. to a wedding in Ohio next week, and I am looking forward to that. So, but are they related? Ha! I'll ask him. I'll be sure to bring that up in the middle of the uh, wedding festivities. That's what my brother uh, said at my wedding. He was like, I'm happy to report that we just got the DNA test back and they're not related. I was like, oh, thanks, dude. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, Ashley Gorbolja Moldonado, how are you doing today? You look like I feel. Thrilled. Beat down. The dog-eat-dog world, and I'm wearing milk-bone pants. Uh, I'm tired. I am so tired. It is an ongoing struggle, but exciting things are happening, but I'm also just like, I want to sleep for a week, and I just feel like I need a break with all the like pandemic and the politics and all the craziness that's going on in the world. Like, I just want to hibernate and not, I just want to black out all of my social media and news. Like, that's where I'm at right now. I, I couldn't agree more. And I I decided, like, I can't take regular TV anymore because every commercial is just politics. And I just don't care anymore. Like, I, outside I'm of the med- a, medicine commercials, I, 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 take Lexor. I'm an undecided voter. I'm just apathetic at this point like just Mm -hmm. let it be done i want it over with but i switched to hulu and now they have not just political commercials the same political commercial over and over and over and over so i'm now going to the polls just to vote against that candidate because it's driving me crazy 
But Jeff, I think you. I've been watching um, the boys. You said you watched <gasps> that, right? Yes, yeah. you like I it. Mean, it's so good, but like I just started season <laughs> two, but these political commercials are killing me. Like they're kill. They take me out of the story, and it's such a great story. I I think it is really unique and really clever. Yeah. But the commercials are killing me. Killing me. Commercials are. I watch commercials are terrible. Commercials. I don't so... watch much. I don't watch much that has a lot of commercials. Although I live in LA, so every once in a while I see somebody, but not on the, not on the political ones. I don't, I don't know any of those. I happen to live in a district that's apparently pretty marginal. Like, either party could get elected, so there's just flooding the airwaves with third party people. I'm like, I don't, I don't get Biden Trump commercials because I live in Indiana, and it's. If it comes down to Indiana, it, the fight is long since over. But on a congressional level, man, I'm getting swamped. Just swamped. Yeah. Uh, the, I the see nothing because California is, is California has decided how they're going to vote before candidates are even announced. And uh, so there's, there's, <laughs> uh-huh. there's no sense spending any money here. Yeah. Yeah. So... All right, well, without further ado, uh, we will start today with Jeff, because he is always unhappy that we go first and we steal all his stuff. So I went out of my way to find a happy, smiling story for Jeff today, and it will surprise absolutely no one that it deals with the Space Force. So, Jeff, have at it, brother. I am super appreciative that I do not have to have the rant uh, today. (laughs) Uh, I get I get the feel good, the warm, the feels. All right, this, is a, this is going to be an, a, an entirely rant free show. I think we got. I don't know. Mo- I'm not giving 100 percent guarantees yet. <laughs> I, it's all mostly right. happy stories, at least until we get to the rapid fire. But all right, Jeff, hit yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. All right, topic one: the United States Space Force. We need an audio cue every time we say Space Force. The United States Space Force Force. is getting an immersive space sim training tool built in part by the VFX studio behind The Mandalorian. And the quote quote is, the U.S. Space Force obviously won't be able to train most of their service people in actual space, so the relatively new arm of America's Defense Forces has tasked Slingshot Aerospace to create a VR space sim in partnership with The Third Floor, a Hollywood VFX firm that worked on blockbusters, including Gravity, The Martian, and The Mandalorian. The goal is to generate a simulator that can replicate real-world, they said real-world physics, real out-of-this-world physics, and provide interactive training capabilities for the Space Force. Space operators need to understand complicated concepts like astrodynamics, the effects of various items in orbit, and how spacecrafts maneuver among the objects in space, all of which demand more adaptive, interactive, and tailorable educational tools than we are currently using said, and this is another great name, Colonel Max Lance, Commandant. So I, Max Lance, if I was building another space movie, I would steal that name. Right. Colonel Max Lance <laughs> is a is a that's a keeper of a name. That is wow. an amazing name. And yeah. I love that space I love that this comes uh just a couple weeks after we did the story about Space Force sometime in the future having troops in space. 
they're already training them virtually. <laughs> I love that. Wow. I mean, you got to assume this is like a recruiting gimmick, right? I mean, like, I mean, come on. You're going to go through space marine training? What? Like, this is, I don't know. It seems preposterous of me. It's like when you see an army commercial and there's like jets going over and then there's attack helicopters and there's dudes rappelling down a rope and there's explosions everywhere. And there's like, and then you get to the army and you're like, all right, this is how you set up a field latrine. Now dig six feet into the ground. It's like, <laughs> like I mean, you're not going to show two Joes in an army commercial just sitting in a guard tower somewhere. I, I, I mean, what percentage of Space Force people need to know about astrophysics? And <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Who are you recording? Like, I want to meet this Air Force PFC that's an astrophysics expert who's also a space commando i i don't know what is that uh what is that an airman some class i I don't, I don't know i i, I, <laughs> I don't know i don't want to take any credit away from colonel max lance the coolest name oh. ever. but come on man what are you doing I, mean, I love that name it kind of reminds me also i don't know do you remember when the army had uh, as a recruiting tool a video game yeah they yeah. had, like you could, it's like a, a war game, and, and they could easily turn this into, oh my goodness, I'm just my heart is a little bit of flutter at the thought of a space force video game coming to Xbox and PlayStation this holiday season. That would, oh, yeah, I would actually could, buy. Yeah, you could Xbox. you could buy the the space force simulator where you're involved in astrophysics and you know. Other world invasion, or you can buy the National Guard simulator where you're filling sandbags and handing out MREs. Like, which are you going to play, kid? Come on. <laughs> Ashley, what do you got? Astrodynamics. It's I something, just... all right. Ashley just doesn't care about this at all. She's just shaking I'm her over head, it. rolling her eyes. I'm so over I'm so over Space Force. I just like, <gasps> that, so many things on my mind. That I'm is such like, a preposterous statement that I hope Max yeah. Lance kicks in your door and just <laughs> We got a call here what. in D.C. Yeah. Uh, Who are you going to call? Uh, Max me, Lance. Bolsa, you've been requested to go to the White House. <laughs> National Security. For, oh, yeah. Can you, can you imagine this guy out like... He's just kind of hanging out at a bar, and it's like, hey, my name's Mark. Oh, I'm Max Lance, Commandant of Space Force. Like, like, okay. Can dude, I buy you, you a beer? You got me beat, brother. <laughs> what do you What do you want to drink? <laughs> I want to see him at I want to see him at Starbucks I, over I, the loudspeaker. <laughs> Max Lance. Max Lance. Uh, frappe, yeah, a frappe, I got a frappe, <laughs> Double yeah, you, espresso. There's no way Max Lance is eating like. Pumpkin stars cappuccinos. On it. Zero chance. So speaking of Starbucks, really quick, for anyone who likes the movie Hocus Pocus, they're coming out with the second, like the the, the follow up movie for it with um uh, what is it? Is it Betty Midler? Betty Midler? Yeah. They Who's did Betty Midler. Star- yeah. I was they in a Bet Midler Star- movie. Bet 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 Bet. It's Bet. She was my no. co star in For the Boys. Well, am I thinking of the same lady who yeah. plays Hocus Pocus? Am I not saying it right then? It's Bet. Bet. Oh, okay, all right, Bet Miller, cool. So anyway, <laughs> Starbucks <laughs> did the special menu item things right, and I've never o- ordered off the special menu. And they were like, "Hey, you got to read us off the ingredients." And I was like, "What the heck?" I was like, "I want like I want a Mary 
like Sanderson's sister, Hocus Pocus, drink. And they were just like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so apparently they did the trio. So it's got all three of the sisters. So like Winifred's is like um, like a mocha, like green. And it's got like the red shavings on the top. And it, it looks like her. And then Mary is red. It's a strawberry chocolate sugar craziness. Um, and then I think uh, Sarah's was like a purple berry. It was so crazy. Sorry. It just made me think about Starbucks and we were thinking about that. And Dude, I don't want to be straight up Massachusetts guy, but there's Dunkin' Donuts and everything else. Like, I, I wouldn't. I, I'm not a coffee drinker. Like, I, I just went because it was like a sugary drink. I, I, I don't do coffee. I've survived without coffee. People can't imagine. Coffee is do disgusting. That. I don't what like you, it. I don't like the what taste. What are you drinking it's, anyway, Jeff? I thought he was going to pull out, the like, greatest, from the boys. I'm drinking the greatest invention. Wait, I'll wait for Ashley, even though you asked me the question. Sorry. This is my new game now. I was like, I'll start talking, and then Ashley starts talking. Uh, this is For the coffee haters of the world, this is caffeinated, just sparkling water. They put caffeine in water, and it is awesome. I mean, I don't feel anything, so they might be lying to me. But uh, it's what I'm drinking. I, yeah. This is going to sound horrible, but you know what I drink in the morning is carnation instant breakfast with two BC powders spilled into it. It's really <laughs> horrific, but it kind of mainlines the caffeine right into me. So I got that going for me. <laughs> I just say <laughs> what I'm going to do now is whatever Colonel Max Lance would do. Right. Colonel Max Lance drinks stout. He doesn't drink IPA. He doesn't drink Zima. Max Lance is the he is a really he good. is an Irish stout man if ever there was one. Commandant. Space he should Force. become the most interesting hey. man in the world. He should be. Yeah. Maybe I don't he's even, like, I've like, never even seen him. So wait, remind me again where we are in the boys, the TV show. Have we? You, you were just you were like I, you were dedicated to not talking about <laughs> our topic today. We've gone yeah. on with a hocus pocus with you mispronounced the star's name, and Sorry. then just and then describe I adore the her drink. For the record, I think she's super Jeff. Talented. You're towing the line on not being kind to Ohio here. You know that, right? It's okay. I'm used to this. Uh, it's rolling right off. I don't even mind. But anyway, the boys. So I don't know where we are on the show, but there's some cool random, like you know how. Uh, like advertisement placement. So when Jeff, when you opened up that can, I thought it was the Fanta can from the boys. Cause I think Fres- Marcus, you uh, put- Fresca. Oh, was it Fresca? Is it Fresca? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Fresca. <laughs> Listen, I just like to show, I noticed I it thought it was while, Milwaukee's and me and my best. husband were like, what the heck is this? Why does this keep showing up? I, you know, I wasn't sold on it until the Aquaman guy had the dolphin in the car <gasps> and he slammed on the brakes funniest scene of any tv show i think i've ever seen i laughed so hard Wait. In fact, i even i even uh texted it to you didn't i jeff that's yes you did but yeah. because yeah because of a certain reference yes yes that's right that's right he, he was he, he was complaining Ohio. and let's get let's get back on track he was complaining about being relocated to where Ohio. Yeah, it was somewhere just outside Akron, right? (laughs) No, because he made the joke, at least we're not Akron. That was amazing. That was amazing. All right. Well, we've gone nowhere fast so far, and we are, what are we, like 15 minutes in, and we've discussed absolutely nothing other than Colonel Max Lance. But that's okay. We're going to come back even better uh, or worse, depending on your point of view, 
after this commercial break. Did you know that you could cut a five-pointed star in one snip? Betsy Ross did. Learn her secret and many other things you might not know about Old Glory in the American Legion's bookazine, Indivisible, the story of our flag. Available at legion.org forward slash emblem sales. All right, we are back. And topic number two is uh, one that we're going to just riff on this one instead of really going too far into the story. But Army basic training shark attacks are now a thing (laughs) of the past, which is bananas to me. I, I, I can't come up with I can't even imagine. But if you happen to not have gone through uh, a basic training that involves a shark attack. That's where one drill sergeant finds something on you and then the others swarm around you until you've got five guys uh, surrounding you, yelling questions at you. And one of them will yell a yes question and one will yell a no question. No matter how you answer, you're in the wrong. And then they will continue to yell at you and you don't know what to do. And it's supposed to stress you out. The whole point is that if you go through stress at this formative time, you know, the basic training breaks you down and builds you back up. If you learn how to deal with the stress, then you'll deal with stress later on. Well, that's a thing of the past. And apparently we're going back to this period of like uh, the stress cards that uh, everyone had been so horrified by. And we also found out just a little while ago from uh, Ashley's tech support, her hubby, that the Army is doing away with the PT test for, what did he say, until 2022? Yeah. yeah. So you know that big old fancy thing they were rolling out where we are throwing medicine balls over heads and practically doing push-ups but hitting our whole face on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> At least what I could see when we started it. Uh, it's great. Yeah. They pretty much said, um, we don't know if we're going to be ready. Uh, <laughs> so we're just going to push it off so... You could take a PT test and fail and it not count against you. And I was like, what? Well, that's, that's good. Because Maybe I should have stayed in for another year. Could have uh, had some grace, period. All the enemies of the United States, are, I'm sure, are just going to put all their conflicts with us on hold until we can get back into peak Absolutely. Physical. But, I mean, just come on. Put them on the... My schedule. I'm, like, I'm, I, the, the only hope we have left is that there still is the United States Marine Corps because the army is quickly devolving. It's, I can't, the shark, if, and I got in an argument about this story on Facebook with some friends. They're like, well, maybe there's people really smart who maybe determined that you learn more in a lesser stress environment. I'm like, we're not doing calculus. We're trying to train. We're training people how to survive under the most stressful, stressful. environment you could be in, yeah. where the stakes are as high as you could get because it could end you. And if you can't take a little yelling, whoa, whoa. I, I remember the first time it happened to me in basic training, and I had already graduated from the Citadel, so I was very familiar with the shark attack <laughs> mentality. And so they just started yelling at me, and I just let it roll off. And then one of the drill sergeants is like, oh, this is the Citadel guy. And they're like, oh, okay. And they just walked away. Like, once <laughs> like you, nothing. Just Like, once, you've, once you get past, once you break through the wall that this, like, these guys yelling at me really don't care, like, in that regard. Like, they, 
They didn't have any personal angst towards me. They just were doing their job. And once they realize that it doesn't bother you, they just move on to the next dude. Like we had a guy in our basic training class from, uh, God, I can't remember where he was from California, uh, but he had been like on Japanese star search and the dude climbing the rope, okay. he would he was like 28 or 29, so he's pretty old for infantry basic training, but he would jump up and grab the rope and then just cling to it. Like he could not move his hands even. Oh, so he boy. was, you know, six to eight inches off the ground. He would cling to the rope. So when they started shark attacking, somebody called him Spider-Man, and he remained Spider-Man for the rest <laughs> of basic training because the dude could not climb a foot off the ground. He was, he was a spectacular individual, but... Jeff, you got any uh, memorable uh, basic training type things? The the, the dude in a, the, in another on another podcast that I that I do, the one where you guys discovered me. I talked about going to boot camp and go getting on the bus and getting. And then when we got to MCRD San Diego, the mean ones got on the bus and told you to get off their bus. Their bus. This E five owns a bus, and to get on his parade deck who he owns real estate and to get on his yellow footprints because we were too stupid to know how to stand properly and then when you get off the bus there are all these yellow footprints and when he said that line i was like i think i've made a huge mistake and i repeated <laughs> that and i said it under my breath the people next to me heard it i think they even chuckled thankfully i didn't get them busted but i mean i repeated that throughout boot camp i was like i have really messed up in life i almost pulled an ashley did you hear my <laughs> i did hey I did. that's all right you know what so speaking of like first of first like stepping off the bus kind of stuff so i remember i got done with reception and we piled onto the bus i was in the like third or fourth seat so i was like easy access so, like if you came up like i was like the first person you saw like <laughs> set myself up for failure there so, you know, they keep, they have, uh, you put your, your duffel in front of you, so it's like covering your face, like, they, like I don't yeah. know, whatever. So, I got out, and my, my duffel, part of the strap got caught on one of the bus, like the rivets on the, the busting. I was pulling it, pulling it, <laughs> and it was like this very slow motion moment where, like, I had stopped the line of folks coming, like, behind me, and there was clearly, like, the separation now and all of a sudden like for those drill sergeants that were right there it was like they all like locked eyes with me and they were like oh yeah here we go and i'll never forget it so i they like get on they're like what's wrong with you what's wrong with you and they're like getting in my face and i'm really like just trying to get this bag it was just so stuck i ended up ripping the entire duffel and they were like blah 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 so i get off i fall on my face okay so <laughs> get up fall proceed to put up the bag and then they're yelling at me put the bag over your head so i had put the bag over head at that point my shoe was untied like i was a hot mess okay i need to just visualize the me hot mess duffel over exceeding my Easy body weight do. at the time so i was like Eh, eh. I was doing one of these and they were like what are you doing the YMCA private and I was like oh man this is not great so they said everyone run so we ran my shoe is still untied mind you and I fall again and I like smack my head on the ground and I'm out completely out I wake up and like my boots were off like these 
like the drill sergeant was thought I like fainted or something, and then they were like yelling at me. She's awake! Get your boots back up! Get your boots back up! Pick up your bag! Pick up your bag! And I was like, Well, I think the difference today would be... The difference today would be they would use that story in your orientation that they're going to have instead of the shark tech. And they'd be like, well, you know, um, your gear's really important and expensive, so don't pull on it too hard. Take your time. We don't want to stress you out. Um, And then we'll, we'll we'll have the conversation later. You want a muffin? Like that's, I just feel like that's will, the way they're trying to head forget, now. I will never forget, like a drill sergeant town. She was a very intimidating woman. She's high speed. I was like, oh my! This woman got right in my face and was like, "You don't want to be here." Paul. I was just like, "What is happening?" I was like, "Yes, I want to be here." I signed. I signed. I raised my hand. Like I want to be here. Like I was really perplexed by it. Like it didn't bother me, but I was just like. Nah, you don't, don't want to be there. Like, literally, you want to be in the. Oh, you want to be in the commercial. That's what you want. Like CB talked about the commercial. That's what we yeah. all want to be. We don't want to deal with getting yelled at. But I'm, it's yeah. part of it. I'm more and trying that, that to get over. That was the quickest I've ever put boots on in my life. I'm trying in to get over life. Ashley acting like a mime stuck in a walnut. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, my I don't know. Was, if, I was a hundred and like what 115 pounds probably 112 pounds because i was super sick while i was in reception so i lost weight so i went into basic training almost 110 pounds so my duffel was heavier than i was so like my upper body strength was like <laughs> i got so you i'm old, picturing i was just I, trying I'm to like picturing do this ashley i'm picturing ashley as the trailer for private benjamin <laughs> Right I was now. I was gonna go with John Candy from Stripes, but you you probably have better yeah have that removed. That's so accurate. That's so accurate. That's how I describe it. Is there a movie on this flight? Still one of the best movies of all time. Still one of the best. It's literally like that was. I that was seriously my life. though, there's got to be a fine line between being psychotic and everything else and also not coddling you and yeah i, I don't understand what the army is doing i i don't for me basic training was one of the best times of my life like you really don't have any responsibilities Same. you don't you don't you're not paying bills and you don't need to you know you don't need to worry about family members you don't need to worry about anything except getting to sleep waking up on time Getting as and much doing food as you can before whatever the last guy alphabetically finishes his food, and you roll on with the day. You blow stuff up. You crawl through the mud. It's like being a kid. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I completely agree with you, Mark, because that was my experience. Like I had a great time. I was in great yeah. shape. I had three square meals a day. Like at least like there was some structure. Like that's how I measured my day was by meals, like breakfast, lunch dinner and like i would just like i would just get through it and i enjoyed it and i made lifelong friends and i realized through all of that that i was capable of much more and that i was you know like i was putting a lot of self-imposed limitations on myself and what the army helped me realize was that that like i could do anything i put my mind to and i I mean i was in a co-ed you know company so i was alongside men you know doing the same stuff and it really just it helped motivate me and push me to a whole new level outside of my comfort zone and even with having some of these shark attacks right like 
my ability to handle stress even now like years you know year so out of the service and throughout my career was incredibly helpful you, you know like i've told you guys before like i'm a non-combat veteran i was on stateside right like but there wasn't a time where that that training and that mindset where i could kick in and i could just make stuff happen like i could just respond react adjust fire do what i needed to do whether i was on a range or i was you know adapting to plans that you know just were totally thrown at us while i was at annual training like that stuff helped me whether we so you were an army of one what <laughs> were you an army of one i think we what did away with that slogan didn't we? I, yeah i was gonna say i don't think that's the slogan anymore but Oh, oh, I mean, but it was oh, for a while. Some some big marketing firm came up with that genius idea. Like, okay, <laughs> Army of One, go 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 do you. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, the army's big on individuals. You know, like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, no. yeah not well, so you guys, much. I listened to you guys kind of drone on about the best time of your life, and I was I was thinking you didn't miss uh, you didn't miss intellectual stimulation or little quiet time or oh I, that's why i read books in my free time i did a lot of great you reading. did what i read what? books in my what free time, free time? what what basic at night like what when i you, listen i want to listen here okay books? so here's here's what i so i was i would like so my parents family members would send me books and they were like classics so i was reading like i would just get books and care packages and my drill sergeant was like what the heck is this i am flummoxed right now like <laughs> literally flummoxed but we were not allowed to have any okay when i say the like free time i'm talking like after like a 14 hour day i would just like read yeah. a chapter of my book before i went to no. sleep like that was i had just a little bit of time the only free time. And then it would pass out. Like, I would definitely pass out while reading. Like, yeah. I would probably never finish a full chapter, but I did have that option. And I remember when they would come through and they would check our barracks, and I would lift up the bunk, and I had everything dressed right, dressed, and I just had, like, these classic novels, like, and um, the drill sergeants were like, you read these? When do you have time to read these? And I was like, I usually read and fall asleep, drill sergeant. And they were just like, okay, I, I, your bunk that, looks great. That is, that like, is... I had the best bunks, like squared away i had my corners right everything was range rolled all my stuff was ready to go i was i was the bay boss like i was i was careful the lady yeah yeah i'm not even certain i served in the same army because literally (laughs) the minute we got back there was no free time like literally they would it, when it was time to go to sleep, they would put you in the barracks and then shut the lights out. The only alone time I had for the entirety of basic training was like every third Sunday or something, you could go to church service. And yeah, my, my service battle buddy and, and I... My book. No, they, no, my battle buddy and I used to lock each other in the wall locker because they would come in and make sure nobody was in there. But if you're in the wall locker and the lock was locked, nobody knew you were in there. That was the only time I ever got any alone Look, time. I'm not going to deny that there wasn't some shenanigans so that I could have some personal time. Firewatch, but, but it definitely Firewatch. I definitely had to do that. Um, you can't read on Firewatch. Listen, I would do my count. I would clean. I would swip, I would switch with the other young lady I was with. We would knock it out and then, like... You know, depending on where we were and what chores were tasked out for which pair of group, I'm like, getting more stressed out than a shark attack. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm saying. Are I'm like, you? I th- we need to shark attack <laughs> her right now because this is okay. I, I don't know what bizarre world she's living in. I, I, 
I didn't go to that basic. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm listen. Sad. I'm not saying like I don't want to like. Just because I had what little time I did to read a book didn't mean I didn't break the rules to read that book, okay? <laughs> I just want you to be very, very clear. Like, I had to keep my flashlight. Don't get me wrong. Like, drill sergeants would come in through the barracks. They'd slam open the door. They'd knock, you know, all the stuff over, go crazy, do if what they, needs to be done. If they had gone into I'm my wall locker you, and found I a- found a way. If they had found a book in my wall locker, it would have been like, who do you think you are, Sophocles? And that would have been it. Like, it would have been over. All right, like, Socrates. Yeah, Socrates. Oh, Socrates Johnson over here. No, no books. There was no nothing. I, you... That was it. That was, that, was, that was the only part. Ashley, like... Ashley, Ashley, let it go. This is ridiculous. <laughs> got to let it go. All right, get a hundred miles away from it. Let's, are we let's are we think. done? Are we done for the entire podcast? Oh man, we're only on number three. All right, Ashley, it is your right. turn. What do you got for topic number three, Ashley? All right, so a few episodes back, we talked about the Hundred Miles for Hope, a really awesome initiative that the American Legion has been putting out to, you know, one promote like exercise, promote goodwill, charity, donations, and just kind of bringing us together in very uncertain times. And uh, this really cool story that was published on October 13th, a few days ago, um, entitled Mileage Adds Up, Weight Goes Down to 100 Miles for a Hope Participant. So a uh, gentleman that I'm going to tell you a little bit about, uh, you know, was having some health health um, issues, Mr. Motter, Mr. Motter. Uh, just find his first, Kevin, Kevin, there we go. Ke- so Kevin Motter. <laughs> Alma mater. That'd be funny. I <laughs> got it. So anyway, as I was. So Kevin uh, pretty much was in a bad place. Uh, you know, his blood pressure, meds. He was stuck in between, you know, via hospital appointments, trying to just get his uh, health in check. And he pretty much like completely like defied the odds, lost a lot of weight considering. Um, so He's been logging, or his goal set was to log 1,200 miles and lose 35 pounds during the challenge. So right now, he's averaging about 14 to 15 miles a day. And so far, he's ridden his stationary bike, walked, hiked for more than 950 miles and has lost 21 pounds. I just want to say kudos to this man because I have severe COVID-20 right now. I walked, yeah, I walked. I found all 21 of those pounds. I've located them, and I've been <laughs> right? for him. I, feel I walked like, up a flight of stairs yes. today and almost blacked out. Like, I, <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I was training for a marathon, a marathon with a rucksack when COVID hit. Now I cannot walk up a flight of stairs. Like, I have to keep taking my mask off to just breathe. This is, ugh. Jeff, yeah, where I, are you? Are you doing you know, 100 miles? Are, well, you guys are lazy. I, I have done a handful of marathons during COVID. I mean, one was the Battlestar Galactica, the Battlestar Galactica marathon. There was a, there was a Seinfeld marathon. Oh yeah, I see. I see where I go with this. I watch a lot of TV is what I'm saying. So I love the fact that our national commander came out with this. Yeah. Because to me, it's it's beneficial on a on a lot of different levels. It's uh, there's some national camaraderie going on with people doing this everywhere. We're getting people moving again, uh, doing some things, and probably just for the general health of our membership, it's great. Uh, our super producer Holly is getting her T-shirt 
design out there in front of everybody, which is awesome, worth the price of admission just for itself. And this guy's story is it's it's awesome because he took this he took this big thing, took it all took it all on, made himself self accountable, and handled his business, took control of his health. And it's all part of this Legion initiative. And I love this because one of the things that, you know, we talk about membership a lot lately. And one of the things with membership, if, if you just go out and talk to people, one of the first questions they always ask you is, well, what do you all do? And that is a really tough question to answer in the two minutes, that maybe two minutes that you can yeah. keep their attention. And this kind of thing, just being out there, it's like, oh, they do that kind of stuff too? And I, I think these kinds of things uh, are going to help us along the way with a healthy membership. And I mean that on levels. Yep. Now, and I think this grew out of uh, Commander Dale Barnett. Uh, I don't even know how many. Was it two years ago now? I can't remember. But he uh, he did Legion walks where the entire Legion family would go out and walk around communities. And I thought that was spectacular. It's not possible in COVID. And this this idea is genius. I will say that for my part, uh, I was going to kayak 100 miles, and unfortunately, Indiana has turned into the Sahara Desert. We have not had rain in like three months. Like it rained one time in like the last three months. Super producer Holly was going to drive me way the hell up into Indiana, into central Indiana, and I was going to kayak 50 miles from up from Muncie, Indiana, down to Indianapolis. There's no river there anymore. It's just mud. It would just be me pulling a kayak through mud. And I just told you I had wow, trouble with a flight a of stairs. Visual. So right now You're I'm stuck. Face down at, in the mud, I, I, rolling over, making yeah. mud angels. Yeah, I'm stuck at Done. zero right now. Like I, my <laughs> kayak has not moved a foot. Like I moved it once uh, because I had to take the garbage cans out. That's the only time it has moved. And <laughs> there's no hope in sight because unless we get some sort of Noarchian deluge, which is what the biblical flood of Noah is called, the Noarchian deluge. Unless we get that, there's zero chance I'm going to kayak. So my wife, in her infinite wisdom, is like, well, why don't you kayak around the lake? But to me, I can't do that. Like, it's like walking in circles. There, if there's, You have to be going from point A to point B, or it just drives me nuts. Then it's just, if you're just walking in a circle, it's a waste of time. If I have to kayak in a circle, it'll be a bigger waste of time, and I'll be wet, which is just going to make me mad. At least on a river, you just sit. Yes, Jeffrey. I know. You have many questions. Questions. No, no, no. I'm going to do something I probably I haven't done on this program. Ashley, you were right. There, we did not get through this without a rant. <laughs> Mr. CV brought the rant. Uh, I, it's been a tough day. Look, yeah. Totally. I shaved my head this morning. Wow. It did it did not go well. It itches horribly. I had to wear my For Halloween yeah. you can No, I look like a light bulb. So you can go dude. as a bowling ball. Yeah. It, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, well Sorry. Jeff and I were talking about that because my five year old daughter wants to go as a ghost. And in these challenging times, I'm not sure that's the best costume to be walking around in a metropolitan area. So Jeff was giving me some advice, and he says as long as it doesn't have a point, she'll be okay. I'm still trying to talk her into, like, Barbie or something else. It's not going well. Don't let her be – oh, so I saw this really – gosh, so I was watching SNL, and they did this little, like, you know, they do little clips. <laughs> it was the sexy sanitarian costume. It was like – it's like – 
it's yeah look it up folks I, <laughs> that's great that's that show starts <laughs> very four, COVID. four hours after my bedtime there's like i didn't there's even think called youtube cv i, yeah, I know I and i keep meaning clips. to go because i know bill burr got a lot of heat uh, over his appearance yeah, last week interesting i'll give him that i, I it's just this co- it's just his comic style like i I'm I love Bill Burr like I love Tom Brady. I, I Bill Burr uh, once sent me, he responded to an email one time and it was totally cool. With, and it is a long time ago. It was when he went on his epic rant about Philadelphia, which if you never heard mm-hmm. Bill Burr, it's the most amazing thing that's ever happened in the history of comedy. But yeah, I haven't even made it to watching that. I can't, I'm, I'm on like day seven of watching the boys and I'm on episode seven. So I, I just don't have it anyway. Bill Burr, that Philadelphia thing was one of the greatest things I saw on Bill Burr. And I, cause I, uh, you know, he's a son, he's a son at 43 and he's, he's done a couple shows there and he loves to push buttons in oh. front of, oh gosh, in yes. front of a military veteran audience. He went on this thing about, he said, the world sucks because he spent all these years working hard to fly first class and board the plane first. And now everybody, if you're left-handed, you get to go now and, and you're short <laughs> and all of that. And, uh, and then he said, and then they let the veterans go first and the room went <laughs> And he's like, he knows what he's doing. He's no, he's he like, knows, oh, yeah. I- He's like, you're turning on me now. And then he goes, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the guy that's in D.C. and is dressed every day doing accounting. I mean, if the guy comes and he's got, like, some wounds and he's just, like, whatever. I'm like, yeah, 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 go ahead. But, I like, I got questions for the people <laughs> that are all finely dressed and all that. And he, and he turned it back around. But he's he's masterful at pushing buttons. So. He is, right. he is. We're getting yelled at by Super Producer Holly, so we're going to do the rapid fire here after an ad break, but we're going to do it like uh, prescription side effect, like rapid, <laughs> rapid. Like, this this podcast may cause insomnia, diabetes, <laughs> vomiting, you know. So anyway, it may cause death. It, it, probably, it might cure insomnia. <laughs> probably mm. could do that. I'm going to have to listen to it again tonight. <laughs> All right, let's go to a uh, quick commercial break. Delete, delete. So you were discharged with a 20% disability rating, but now you can't hear so well and need help. Contact an American Legion service officer. Service officers are free of charge and they help all veterans. Find one near you with our online tool at legion.org forward slash service officers. All right, we're back and we are going to put the rapid in rapid fire. Jeff, Fox News is reporting that... A security firm in Minnesota is recruiting military vets to guard the polls from Antifa. Thoughts on this one? Uh, depends on the depends on the military. Is it the new softer, kinder <laughs> army where they have orientations? So maybe they will uh, they'll just hand out roses if you behave. I don't yeah. know what I don't know what that be. I don't really know what that means. But hey, it's if it's the guard, it's probably a, a it's a little disconcerting that we need it. Um, but it's. <laughs> I guess I, I don't have strong feelings. Especially if they can be defeated by a shark attack. Ashley, what do you got on this one? <laughs> I just, I'm pulling from our earlier conversations and I, <laughs> soft army, fry army. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't know. 
I, I, I mean, it's just, yeah, it, it seems bananas to me. I mean, come on. This is in Afghanistan. I don't think there's going to be that many problems at the polls, besides the fact that I, I don't know, it seems silly to me. But whatever. Rapid Fire 2. Uh, Marine Corps Paris Island Protection Act. If you haven't heard, they're talking about closing both Paris Island and uh, uh, what's it called? Marine Corps Recruit Temple, San Diego. Right? San Diego. Nope, it's uh, in San Diego. Whatever it's called. Anyway, they're talking about closing it and consolidating them somewhere else. I, I mean, I guess in the middle of the country because nothing says a Marine landing like Nebraska. I don't know. So there's people. Uh, so some congressmen are trying to protect Paris Island uh, for its historicity. Uh, Jeff, what do you got on this one? I've got that I need to look up historicity. That's I know. Amazing. I was like, ooh. That's, that's right. a that's reading right. a boot camp word. <laughs> I didn't read that in my book, Mark. But, uh, it's actually from a, uh, it's from a Supreme Court decision dealing with separation of uh, church and state. But you get the idea. All right. So my my feeling is this: I I don't I do feel like Marine Corps boot camp does need to be on a coast. They're not going to get any cheaper coast land. Uh, and if you're talking about they're talking about the cost of mar of uh, modernizing those two locations, I think buying beachfront property right now is going to be more costly. I uh, this one is specific. This story was specific to Paris Island, but I do know they're talking about closing and combining. Yeah. Uh, Paris Island, I didn't go there. I was, uh, they, they call us lovingly Hollywood Marines because we went to San Diego. And I know that a lot of people's self-worth is tied up in the fact that they got bit by sand fleas. So to be uh, really sad for them to have that go, well, they'll get to wear it as a badge of honor forever. Oh, you never got bit by sand fleas. No, 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 sir, I did not. But, uh, and I'm okay with that. So I'm, I'm, my quick rapid fire is just I, some things some things have a value and we need to try to, you know, they have a historic value and uh, we have traditions and, and weird things. Some things need to change, obviously. And, but I, I don't think, I mean, Paris Island isn't Fort Hood. You don't have to close it. So that's, that's, that's what I think. Ashley? Uh, you know, just from like a, a big macro level, I just I think that we've got some really antiquated like systems and overall in all branches, right? So I do believe that there is historical context and um, it's just from a property standpoint and all of the other things that are the Marine Corps. <laughs> I think it's really important for them. Uh, what? I'm giving you kudos, man. Gosh. Uh, but like from like a tech uh, and like antiquated like equipment and stuff like that. Like I think that has to change. I don't necessarily, as you said, uh, Jeff, really well, is that it's not Fort Hood. It doesn't have to close. But if we have to reconsolidate, like I think we need to do that with uh, history and mind and also dollars and cents. Yeah, and not to well. stretch the not to stretch the rapid fire thing real quick. I want to say don't this money that you're going to spend trying to find new real estate. How about uh, updating AAVs? first yeah 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 thank All you right. i just was reading about that commander yeah thanks thanks jeff for stealing my comment but i was gonna say just <gasps> paris I yes. paris island yes. is iconic it's just iconic you can't take yeah. the marine corps out of paris island any more than you can take paris island out of the marine corps it's, it is what it is and to say that 
they need to find a new place so they can integrate men and women in basic training classes. It, it, how is that possibly going to save money by building a new Marine Corps base in Nebraska or Iowa or anywhere else? This it's preposterous, preposterous. I don't know who came up with it, but it's dumb. All right, rapid fire yeah. three from the Marine Corps Times. California man who faked being a combat veteran uh, found guilty for receiving nearly $195,000 in medical benefits. This story could be in every one of our things, so it's not even really important to you, but how does this keep happening? Ashley, go ahead. Defend the VA. How does this happen? Like, how do you fake Look, an entire I'm military I'm not in a position career? to defend the VA because I'm a little angry <laughs> at the VA myself because I'm still waiting on claims and dollars and cents. So from they, that perspective, I, I, I just I don't understand... How the, I don't understand how this happens, okay? Like, I can, I'm limited to what I can and cannot say right now, but I'm always floored when I see this stuff because I'm just like... And it happens all the funky a lot. processes we have. <laughs> right. Like, and all of the holdup and the reviews and, oh, we got to take several months just to get you, you know, your electronic virtual hearing now or this and that. And it's like, I'm going on two years in my own personal case. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, I... If I can wait around that long and then somebody like that can just like totally just go through and collect all those dollars and cents. And then I've got folks that are being told recently that, you know, they're uh, moving from 70% to 50%, which for those who aren't aware, like that's definitely a, a dollar cents increase that is, it huge. will affect. It's huge. huge. Decrease. Um, yeah. Huge. Yeah. It's a huge decrease. So folks are just like. Why, why is this happening to me? But then I see folks like this who just come out of the woodworks that have solicited and taken advantage of. And it's, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you. $195,000 uh, from somebody who faked uh, records. Now, I'll tell you this. I was trying to get a consult at Cedars-Sinai. I actually went on my own outside of the VA. And their response to me was, oh, you're in the VA system. We're a partner of the VA, so you need to get an authorization letter from them for us to do that. I was told, I was told by the VA that, for, that I can't get that. They're not going to give ah. me that referral. So Did we just lose Jeff? Oh, there he is. Nope. Oh, you cut out <laughs> no. for a second. You will never leave me. I will never leave you. <laughs> I'll never leave but, a fallen comrade. <laughs> So it's it's interesting to me that I'm trying to go to a VA partner for a well documented uh, a thing, and they will tell me no, and they let slip through a crack, and that's not a crack, that's the Grand Friggin Canyon, a hundred and ninety five thousand dollars for a guy I who don't has understand how that's possible. for a guy who has no military record. That's what I don't understand. Like if I went to the VA, it's like, what if I went to the railroad retirement group and was like, hey, man, I retired from the railroad. They'd probably be like, well, what railroad were you with? And like, do you have any documentation? But the VA is just like, <laughs> oh, you're a combat injured Marine. That sounds legit. Here's a hundred. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like I defend the VA up and down. This one, it's inexplicable, except for the fact that it happens once a week. I just crazy. know too, with just just a caveat on that, it's just like 
there are like three components to like a disability rating. So you have to have, you know, obviously the clear evidence that you have the injury, yep. right? You have to have the military documentation that supports. And then what's the third one? The um, nexus statement. I mean, nexus statement. Yeah. And like just to get those online and to prove within any of like Bazardi, which is just like a fancy catalog of like all of the things yeah. that could go wrong, can be wrong. Like to then go by line item by line item. Like, that takes time, and I understand that process. So the fact that somebody could just say, I've got X, Y, and Z with no uh, foundation of documentation, I just that just blows yeah, yeah. my mind. His, his DD-214 was probably written in a crayon. All right, Jeff, you got something on that real quick, and then we'll move on. No, I'm just going <laughs> to point, point out the author of that story is a, uh, is a, uh, a Marine. Yes, that you pointed out to me is Jared Morgan, the Department of California's Media and Communications Chair, and he uh, is in charge of our website and uh, our our publication that goes out. So, just going to give kudos to Jared Morgan, and because when we open back up, if I say his name three times, Jared Morgan, he'll buy me a beer. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All right, we're going to finish out with this one because this one, I, I, this one kind of floored me too but there's a new website that will list um what is actually in your mres in terms of uh, what nutritional value and i mean who among us has time when i ate an mre it was because there was nothing else available and i was in a, a combat scenario or in the field training like who has time to whip out their iphone and look up how much sodium is in the pork chop suey or secondary who cares at that point like who got, cares the bigger problem with the mre you want to do something about the mres put more than two squares of toilet paper in there and i'll be happy i don't care about the nutritional value i care about the problem that's going to come probably two weeks after i eat it jeff what do you got I I was with you i i think i tried to say it in unison with you don't care i'm not I'm not trying to see if it's keto or gluten-free or any other buzzwords. You're just trying to get some goodness in you. If I do, and I will offer another change, bring the crayons back. Bring the crayons back. What do you, what do you think? The MRE should be like Cracker Barrel? All right, Ashley, what do you got? <laughs> I'm just trying to absorb what I've just heard from Jeff. Um, so... I think as far as MREs go, like they serve a purpose. They are not meant to be this like very fine tuned special dietary meal. That is not what they are designed for. Um, if you have dietary restrictions, I think it is on you to take responsibility and look that stuff up prior to. So if you're going to the field for two weeks or something, or if you're going, I mean, you gotta, you gotta think about all that stuff. Or you need to go to your sick hall or, I don't know, profile. I don't know what you got to do. Like, well, thankfully, saying, in the, like, thankfully in the Army now, if you get one and you don't want it, you can just say, you know, Drill Sergeant, I'm lactose intolerant and not get shark attacked, right? You can just be like, <laughs> well, I, 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 this doesn't appear See, to be that's, kosher. Yeah. That is unreasonable and unfair. That is unreasonable <laughs> and unfair. Because what happens now, in, in my mind, is that when you show up to boot camp, you go to the orientation and you list your preferences no, for food. You, you missed the most and important. And then your MREs, 
Your MREs are specially designed so that everyone is happy. Yeah, they give them out with a hug at basic training now. So it's this, (laughs) everybody come on in. Group hug, group hug. All right, quick, 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 like a bunny. Uh, Ashley, shout out. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to the whole world right now, uh, the entire state of America, because... United States of America, I just want to tell you that we are in some crazy times, and please stay sane. Stay sane. Find find a way to cope healthfully. Turn off the social media if you have to, and get out there and flip and vote. I, I, if I I can't go a day without watching Jeff's Facebook. Come on, Jeff, what do you got? <laughs> All right, I'm going to do a little shout-out to you. Uh, we had a guest earlier before the show started, Jared Wilhelmson of Hollywood Post 43 fame. And he also was in lots of videos for the National Legion. But this one that he made was for the legacy run that went from Los Angeles to Indianapolis via motorcycle. So he's definitely gone over his 100 miles of hope. And I, on the first leg, he was joined by fellow uh Hollywood members Carl Reisiger and Michael Helmstead, and they delivered, I believe it was over $86,000 to the National uh, Headquarters for the Legacy Scholarship Fund on the 13th. Now, they still are taking donations. This is not an official ad spot, but we will say they are still taking donations, and you can do that on a big button right on the home page. I won't say the front page because Holly will scold me. But on the home page of the website, you can hit the big donate button. And that, and just so you don't know what it is, a legacy scholarship fund, it's for children of fallen service people and uh, children of those people who are 50% uh, VA disability rated or higher. So go to legion.org and hit the big donate button. And that's just a big shout out to Jarek. And also a little side shout out to Carl and Mike. Uh, mine, real quick, is going to be my shout out is to uh, Senator Joni Ernst, who was a colonel in the Iowa National Guard, as well as Doug Jones, Senator from Alabama, and Maggie Hassan, the Senator from New Hampshire. They have, uh, they're working to pass a bipartisan effort that's modeled after the American Legion's Buddy Check National Week of Calling. So uh, that's big plus ups to that. It's uh, you should contact your senators and representatives and tell them to support and co-sponsor S4657 and HR2898. Folks, that is it for today. The super long, super caffeinated, super hyped up Tangle Alpha Lima podcast. Remember to like and comment and do whatever it is that Super Producer Holly would be telling me I'm supposed to do if we weren't at 57 and a half minutes. So, folks, thank you. Uh, Pray for my recently shaved head, which is currently on fire. And uh, I don't know. I'm probably going to have to burn this shirt because it spilled coffee all over it. But we hope you've enjoyed it, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye.